Welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden is a community of education, programming, and worship located in the remote wilderness of the Cascade Mountains. These snapshots provide a glimpse into the learnings taking place in our community. Let's tune in to this week's highlight. Good morning, Holden Village. Sam Olson here. Um, In February of 2019, I was blessed to be welcomed as a resident artist um, where I wrote a lot of poetry and prose and did a little storytelling too. Um, The spoken word you're about to listen to is a mosaic of journal entries and trail thoughts, um, a kind of unrefined stream of consciousness that uh, deals with who we are in an ecology of things. It works best either uh, before or after a long walk in the woods, so I hope you can do that. I owe so much gratitude to my family who got me started in poetry and uh, to Sam G's otherworldly guitar work, to Jonah for his recording magic and to the village for trying to redefine how we can all live together. I hope you enjoy this and thanks for listening. At first, it isn't much of a river. Hear it? The tectonic chord's been strummed. White noise, clear cuts, tremolo, with slide alder, osher, luminous tamaracks trilling upwards. Mountain ranges, staccatoed horizons, power lines, fault lines, confluences, a bright communal string plucks rapid over the earth. Here, this is how we know we exist, only in relation, which is to say, in translation. I'm realizing that a song is a kind of story. Stories are expressions of togetherness. They're all we have to bridge the phenomenal gulf of our experiences. Through storytelling, we come close to perceiving together, to the clarity of a common, shared moment. Now, I'm imagining that what we call Earth is just a stream of consciousness, a river of thoughts coursing through and around each other. We're each a fractal of a perceptual kaleidoscope. Cedars, algae, ravens, every animate thing is an intersection of relation. Ecology is our cartographic nod to this sleepwalking, often unaware, ever fluid body, our home. So if you've ever lucid dreamt, You know the revelation of sudden freedom that comes with lucidity. It's no wonder that most first-timers fly. In defying humanity's essential planetary boundary, we discover free will, illogical, miraculous choice. We're all so invested in our own stories, any chance encounter, 
bear up the trail is a jarring revelation. Our work is to locate the connections to douse the groundwater. What if all of Earth's minds heard one story? If we were all listening together, the dreaming planet might suddenly go lucid. Sublimely uninhibited, would Earth choose to fly? Would it conjure up and speak to the dead? Say tree, and tree begins. Not by naming, but by regarding our shared vision. The tree stands as a participant in story-making. Alone, my relationship with the tree is silent, but it's not inactive. With another human, the tree begins to lift from the soil of the present into communal memory. This is more of a feeling than a phenomenological theory. Craning up at endless canopies, and reaching through the strata of memory, our ancestors join us in climbing ladders to the sky. Stories die if they aren't told. The bottom rungs go missing. We gaze up, trying to remember. This is nostalgia, our little daily death. My grandfather was 16, growing up in a small logging town in northern Montana called Libby. The game warden approached him on the street and said, Hey Jim, I might need your help with something. My grandfather was a pretty normal teenager, I think. At least what I know of is that he liked to fish and maybe did a little hunting. He even worked a day in the asbestos factories. They fired him for his asthma. Maybe the ranger thought it was a good idea that it would make a man out of my teenage grandfather. But he says, hey Jim, I need your help with something. There's this bear out by the ranger station up Pipe Creek Road. Keeps getting into the dump at night. You know, when a bear gets into trash like that, he gets socialized, gets used to people, we have to do something about it. She says, no, I'd do something about it myself, but I, I raised a bear cub, so. Well, I talked to your dad anyway, and he says, he says it's okay. So I thought you might be able to come out there with me. So it's dark in the pines. My grandfather and the ranger sitting above the ranger station dump. 
My grandfather says it's real quiet and real warm. One of those summer evenings. He's got the rifle in the crook of his arm. His ranger says it's usually about this time. Just wait, Jimmy. Just wait, Jimmy. Here's how he describes it. Great shadow moves from the closet of timber. Rolls like mercury over. Ports. There. There, Jimmy, there. Shoot. My grandfather puts the gun deeper and deeper. He lines up that sight. Great shadow moves from the closet of timber. My grandfather puts the gun in the crook. Lines up the sight. And shoots. And shoots. My grandfather ended up moving to Oregon, raising a family there. In between went to Korea for a little bit, studied audiology, liked to sing songs, and in the later part of his life, liked to write poetry. I never heard this story before until after he passed, until after he passed and we buried him back, buried him back in Libby. But my uncle tells that story that after Grandpa Jim shot the bear, for the rest of his life he had this dream. In the dream, he's back in Libby. Somewhere near Libby. Moving through the brush, nose twitching. I get the sense that something's following me. cold sweat breaks out on my neck and I run and I know this thing runs it runs I come around a corner and there's a farmhouse it's right behind me I get to the door my hand on the doorknob I turn it catches me and I wake He says, but I keep having this dream. Maybe a month passes. Maybe a year passes. But in my sleep, I always know I'm going to go back there someday. Hand on the doorknob. The door opens. And I'm 
in the living room of the cabin. So I run, and this thing follows me. I get to the kitchen, and right as I get in the doorway, it catches me, and I wake up. In the next dream, I go from the kitchen back into the hallway, into a bedroom, in the doorway, it catches, and I wake. Around and around the halls of the room. Around and around the halls, the rooms. It chases me. day my grandfather went in to have surgery sometime before I was born he says the doctors put him under he drifts off his body locks but his mind comes back he wakes up on the operating room table there's nobody there he can't move his body He's in paralysis. He looks down his feet, down the long operating room at those two swinging doors. And they open. And there's the bear. Great shadow moving from closeted timber. There's the bear. He walks closer. the operating room table looks my grandfather in the eyes closes its eyes turns its head lays its head on his chest lays its head on his chest and sleeps Thanks for joining us. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.